good morning, my wonderful friends. This is Ashley with Daily Encouragement. By the time you hear this episode, it is going to be June 23rd. We are definitely getting through this year, you guys. Um, We are right in the middle of Revelation revamp. And if you're new to the podcast, I will tell you what that's about. So it's when I share the biggest revelations that I've had years prior. So we are going to be talking about the the biggest revelation I had in August of 2020. And, uh, you guys, this, this is going to be, uh, I almost feel like it's going to be difficult to break down, but you know, I'm just going to share with you guys, you know, the best I can. I hope it encourages you out there. Thanks to everyone that's been listening to the podcast. I really appreciate you guys continue to share and download it. It will help get it out to the rest of the world. So if this podcast has been encouraging you or influencing you in any type of way where you're going deeper in your relationship with the Lord, you're getting more freedom. Be sure to share that with somebody else, you guys. We all have something to offer each other. We are a body. We receive from each other and get the benefits that we that God has put inside of each one of us. So you guys, you know, share what God has put inside of you. Give it to other people. It will give life to them and you will get life back to yourself, right? From just learning how to receive from one another. But anyway, let's get into this thing, you guys. So the biggest revelation I had in August 2020 was being overtaken by God. And I'm going to break that down for you guys the best way I can. I'm going to share some scriptures with you guys. But let's go ahead and pray really quick. And then um, I'll just do my best to communicate this to you guys. <laughs> oh, Lord Jesus, thank you so much for this day. Thank you, Lord, that we can be overtaken by you. And I pray that we would be overtaken by you, Lord. That our minds and our hearts would be so wrapped up in who you are, in your glory, God. How you've shown yourself to us, Lord, and the plans you have for us plans to prosper us, Lord, not to harm us, but to give us hope in the future, that we would just continue forward thinking to what you're doing in our life, Lord, what we're expecting from you, walking in faith, God, trusting you, looking for your words to come to pass, holding on to your promises. Lord, I just pray you'll guide and direct this conversation. I pray that each heart would be overtaken by you into a greater, greater revelation and uh, just a greater awareness, Lord, of how you want to overtake their lives. And uh, it would change their life, God, from the inside out. And so I just pray you bless this conversation. Um, I pray that it encourages my brothers and sisters, Lord. Uh, We thank you for your spirit being in all of us. And uh, Lord, we just pray that you'll speak to all of our hearts, Lord. We love you, we thank you. And we just pray all these things in Jesus' name. So, you guys, jump over to Deuteronomy 28. This was a scripture that was pointed out to me by Eli Lasky. I don't know if you guys have ever checked out his YouTube channel. Um, It's called Prophetic Drive Time, and the Lord has really used him a lot in my life, especially these last year and a half or so, to um, just give me some more understanding of what it means to be a child of God, live in the kingdom, you know, and he he just shares from his own life, you know, the things that the Lord's revealed to him. And uh, anyway, so he shared the scripture in Deuteronomy, and it was really amazing. So you guys, if you've never read the scripture, I definitely encourage you to go through it and just grab a hold of it. So check this out. Deuteronomy 28. It says, this is verses one through two. Now it shall come to pass if you diligently obey the voice of the Lord your God to observe carefully all his commandments, which I command you today, that the Lord your God will set you high above all the nations of the earth and all these blessings shall come upon you and and overtake you because you obey the voice of the Lord your God. I was like, wow, did you guys know 
that you don't have to chase the blessings of God in your life. You don't have to worry, oh, is God going to bless me? Is he going to provide for me or whatever, right? You know how those humans, the human side of us that has these things that we need to, to survive. And it says that if we diligently obey his voice, that these blessings shall come upon you and overtake you. That is amazing when you think about it. That you, the only thing you have to do is diligently live by the the voice of God in your life. And you guys, I've shared tons of podcasts on here talking about how to hear the voice of God in your life, how to discern that. And, you know, that's going to be really important for you to discern. And if you have not figured that out, go back to one of the podcasts on here. I'm not sure which one it is, but you guys, there's almost 200 episodes. And I know I've done one talking about hearing the voice of the Lord. So just look through them, you know. But yeah, if you diligently obey his voice, you will be overtaken. You know, God will chase you. Isn't that amazing? And I think I've shared with you guys before, you know, he says, my commands are not burdensome. How can I say this, you guys? We need a litmus test in all our relationships to know if the person that we're going to invest in or give ourselves to is going to be just just as committed to us as we want to be to them. I don't believe anybody out there wakes up and says, hey, you know, I want to have really crummy relationships and I want to backstab everybody. I really believe, you know, that people want to have good relationships and they intend to have good relationships. I just think that we're ignorant at times of how to do that. We don't have all the knowledge and and we don't, you know, some of these things weren't modeled to us, you know, communication and that we didn't learn all these things. You know, so life is really just a process of, you know, knowing what what don't I know? What do I need to know today? You know, that's going to move me forward in my life. Right. And that's the beauty of having the Holy Spirit. He gives wisdom and that could be a whole other podcast we could do one day talking about that. But anyway, if you obey his voice, you will be overtaken. And he says, you know, if you follow his commands and again, how how would a lot of times you know, Christians get really stuck on that. Like it feels like a burden. Oh, I got to follow his commands, you know, and I've shared with you guys before on that last podcast I did, you know, it was just a couple weeks ago. It was talking about intimacy, right? And it only takes two people and how, you know, if you can be trusted with somebody's words, right? And you keep their words, they're going to want to show themselves to you just like You know, you, whoever you're having a relationship with, if they keep your words, right? If they're trustworthy, you are going to be more vulnerable with them and showing yourself. And Jesus said, if you keep my commands, I will show myself to you. Right? The Lord's not cheap. You know what I'm saying? Because we're not cheap. He gave his life for us. And he wants us to be able to know how to abide and have good relationships in our life because our our relationships are lifelines for us. But sometimes we give ourselves to the wrong people who don't keep our words. And then we feel all victimized or we can even blame God when we don't have the skills or the discernment like he does to know who to show yourself to and who not to show yourself to. Right. And that's a whole that's a whole nother conversation. But you keep his commands because as you do that, 
right? It's, it's really to show who you are, you know? Can you keep somebody's words because they matter to you? Do his words matter to you in that way, right? And as you, you know, seek to be like, Lord, you know, I wanna know you, right? Lord, and, and here's the other thing too. When you keep his commands, it, it, what is it coming? It's coming out of heart of what? It's coming out, it's coming out of a heart of what? What am I trying to say here? What is the reason that you're keeping his commands? Have you fully accepted what he did for you in the very beginning of the relationship? When you, when you first met the Lord, right? What was, what was the function? What's his function in your life? Do you, you know, to love you, to forgive you, to restore you, right? Never lose the awe of God in that way. That should be your motivation. Your motivation to keep his commands, right? Should just be out of that motivation of what he, you know, realizing what you needed from him and him giving that to you. You know, did you realize you needed restoration and forgiveness and love, right? All those things that drew you to the Lord, you know, and out of him showing himself to you in that way, of him taking that burden off of you, that guilt, that shame, that condemnation, right? Him removing that from you and then putting peace inside of you and restoration and love, revelation. And this is a lifelong thing, you guys. That doesn't disappear. It's going to go deeper and deeper, right? It says that we're deep waters. And it says the Lord will show himself to you more, right? You will know more of his heart and who he is if you start with just the basics and the foundation of keeping his words and his commands, right? And how do you find that out? You read you read his word and then you talk to him about it. Lord, what does this mean, right? Especially if you are, you know, you're reading his words and, and you're like, I don't know what this means. That's the perfect opportunity for him to show himself to you. That's where intimacy starts. Lord, this is what you said, but I don't know what it means. And when he shows you what it means, right? That's the intimacy that he wants to have with you. And that's and that's where you feel closer to him, right? It's like you're having a conversation with somebody and they tell you to do this. You know, and and it you know, it depends on the, the relationship. But let's just let's just talk marriage or let's talk close friendships or those kind of things. When you ask somebody what they mean and they're vulnerable with you and they share their heart, that's showing himself, right? And that's what the Lord does with us. He shows himself. So anyway, excuse me, you guys. So if you want to be overtaken by God and his blessings to overtake you, where you're not even, the only thing you're doing is learning how to love him. Because, right, you can't love him until you first realize that he's loved you. You know, it's a very vulnerable thing to be loved by God, to look in your own heart and say, see where you need that love. And then just because you, and then you received that, it's like this reciprocity, right? I think that's the word. When someone does something for you, you want to do something for them. So when you have accepted the forgiveness that God wants to give to you and the love that he has, you want to give that back to him. That's a natural human thing that he's put inside of us, you know? And that's a beautiful thing. So that was a scripture that I'd never read that I was like, wow, I never realized that we could be overtaken. I don't have to worry about, oh, is God gonna bless me? That's in his heart. Yes, that's like guarantee, baby, you know? Um, and so let's move on, you guys. Um, let me look at my notes here. So there, there's that foundation, right? And, you know, as I've shared with you guys, this is all kind of stemming from what the Lord was doing, you know, at the end of November, 2020, going in, November 2019 going into 2020 and 
he was, you know, building me up to keep and hold on to the things that he was saying to me and the things I believed he was having me do in my life at the time. And as I've shared with you guys, this is all coming out of a heart that's been healed by God's grace and by his love. Um, if you're still struggling, right, you know, to, to move forward, you know, all, everybody has to go through a healing process. Everybody has to go through the wilderness. And I've shared that with you guys time and time again, but you cannot bypass, you know, the Lord's process in your life and how he's going to, where he's going to take you and where he's going to lead you. You know, you, you don't get to, you don't get to choose that path. He's going to put you on that path. So, you know, being a Christian, there's a lot of humility. There's a lot of surrender, you know, that, that goes on, on on this journey that you can't, you can't uh, try to get out from underneath of it. You know, if you want to be overtaken by God, you got to learn to just trust his heart and uh, how he's delivered you. Right. And that's usually your first encounter with the Lord is, is when you called upon him. But anyway, I'm going to start. We're going to start another podcast here if I don't stay on track. <laughs> okay. So being overtaken by the Lord, right? So then as I was thinking about being overtaken, I started thinking about glory, you know, and, I, and I've shared with you guys, I think a little bit, probably mostly on YouTube about what glory is, right? Do you guys know what glory is? Okay, I'll tell you. Glory means exalted reputation. So God wants to show his reputation to you, who he is, all right? And he's going to do that as you show that you're trustworthy in that way, right? Again, you don't show yourself to somebody you don't trust. And if you are showing yourself to somebody you don't trust, what does that say about you, right? That says that you need something. You need healing. You need, you know, don't ever be so desperate with people in that type of way. You're going to get manipulated and taken advantage of, right? So anyway, let's go over here to John really quick, you guys. Um flip over there really quick Matthew Mark Luke John okay I think it's John chapter 1 and it says um, hold on you guys let me find it really fast I'll just start at verse 12 but as many as received him to them he gave the right to become children of God to those who believe in his name who were born not of blood nor of the will of the flesh nor of the will of man but of God and the word became flesh and dwelt among us and we beheld his glory the glory as of the only begotten of the father full of grace and truth right so I was thinking about that I was thinking about how you know the word became flesh and I did a podcast sharing that with you guys how your words will become flesh and you will behold his glory so God's gonna say something to you gonna it's gonna be revealed in the outside world at some point everything that said is spoken will be brought to the light it'll become visible for all to see and when you see it that's his glory but his glory is 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 locked up in the word that he spoke to you you for for us as as his children his glory is in the word that he spoke to you people on the outside world benefit from what is seen on the outside of what God's doing in your life Right? God is going to make himself known. People will see the evidence in your life of the Lord being in your life. But you don't have to wait for that, right? Because your heart is already believing God anyway. So you don't have to, you know, you're not that person that's still on the outside looking in like, oh, you know, who's God and what's he going to do in my life? You know, you, you will 
um, you already get to experience that just because he spoke it to you. You get to experience his reputation just through what he said to you because the Lord doesn't change. And so let me, let me break that down a little bit, you guys. So here's a couple of my notes. His glory, right? Your glory, the Lord's glory becomes our glory through your revealed reputation. So what, what, what did God reveal to me in August, 2020, especially, right? He revealed to me that he was my provider and I don't have to worry because he doesn't change. You know, I shared with you guys, the Lord did some amazing things for me and my family in, in 2020 of moving me out here, you know, and the Lord has done amazing things for me even before that. But this was the biggest thing I've ever done as far as, you know, moving 20 something hundred miles away, you know, from where I lived my whole life, you know? And so that was a, a risk for me in a way, even though I didn't really consider it a risk because I knew who was talking to me and I knew that the risk was a guarantee, if that makes any sense. But um, that was the first time in my life that um, I'd heard God in that way and just asking him asking me or talking to me about just making a big decision like that in my life and being fully confident that he was talking to me and he was going to provide all the resources that I needed. Right. I mean, if he spoke it, he's going to provide everything else that goes with the word that he spoke. I've, I've shared with you guys before. If God gives you a promise, who's responsible for giving you the resources for that promise to be fulfilled? Is it your responsibility or is it his? Right. And so, you know, just realizing that since he had showed himself as he has, but I guess I didn't realize the magnitude of it until last summer, really. Now that I'm sitting here thinking about it, you know, when the Lord shows himself to you as provider or healer or, you know, counselor or however the Lord has shown himself right to you in your, the context of your own life, he will always be that for you. His revealed reputation to you is your glory. It's his glory being bestowed upon you, right? We say we live for the glory of God. Well, you live, you live for the glory of God, number one, for his reputation to be shown to you, but then you show his reputation to the world. So he, you, you two have that type of synergy together. God shows himself to you and you show who God is to the world because he's in you. So whatever reputation God has shown you, you show to others that becomes your glory, right? And so let me see if there's anything else I want to share with you guys. So his reputation becomes your glory. God will always be true to who he is. He never changes. You can stake your life on that because you have a spirit as a guarantee, right? And I, I couldn't remember recall the scripture that talks about he's giving us his Holy Spirit as a guarantee, as a deposit. The fact that his spirit is in you is, a, is the anchor, is the deposit of everything that he said. He's left a part of himself inside of you. He, and he can't deny himself, right? He's not going to go against himself. He's going to be true to himself as always. And so once you have that revelation of God's glory becoming your glory, and then through that, it's, it's unleashed upon the world, right? You start to influence, right? What people know with the mindset God has influenced you with. So let me read that one more time. You influence what people know 
with the mindset God has influenced you with. So if you want to influence others, you have to be influenced by God. There's no other way around it. You have to allow yourself to be influenced. You have to be vulnerable with God. And then as you do that, you get to influence other people. And let's go Let's go to John 8, 26 really quick, you guys. And uh, I'm going to kind of show you another scripture that kind of that backs it that backs that up so let's go to John 8 26 and it says hold on you guys 8:26. okay <laughs> and they said to him who are you this is 25 who are you and Jesus said to them just what I have been saying to you from the beginning I have many things to say and to judge concerning you, but he who sent me is true. And I speak to the world those things which I heard from him. You will speak to the world the things which you've heard from him. That will become the testimony of your life. And that is where people cannot be afraid, right? It's very vulnerable to allow God to be who he is to you, right? It's very vulnerable because a lot of the reasons we haven't been vulnerable is because of the the evil that we've experienced on this earth, right? The lack, the hurt, the the places of strongholds that get built up. And I'll do another podcast on strongholds, you guys. I think that'll be a good one. It's going to be so relevant, you know, and, but we'll, we're going to, we'll jump into strongholds for sure. But we've had a lot of injuries. We've built a lot of strongholds and those strongholds have, um, cut us off from the life that God has, right? But now we're supposed to be overtaken by him. You know, those, those strongholds of hurt and pain are supposed to get completely swept away in the flood of love, right? So let's see what else I want to talk to you guys about. Check this out. So here's, here's another thought really quick. So you can only influence people with the mindset God has influenced you with. He's your father, right? So let's look at it from another angle too. Children become like who they see. So who are you seeing? Okay, I want you to think about this. Let's go to John 5, 19 really fast. So it says... Most assuredly, I say to you, the son can do nothing of himself, but what he sees the father do. For whatever he does, the son also does in like manner. For the father loves the son and shows him all things that he himself does, and he will show him greater works than these that you may marvel. Isn't that amazing? All right. The son can do nothing of himself, but what he sees the father do. You can do nothing of yourself unless you see your father do it. Do you understand how important it is to see God and who he is in his true form of what he intends to completely just say, Lord, I'm going to leave myself fully open to you. And however you want to reveal yourself, however you want to love me and show yourself to me, I'm not going to have any, any, any barriers with you, Lord. That's vulnerable. That's raw because you don't, you, you don't know what to expect. Right. But you, but being vulnerable and expecting his love, right and how he wants to show himself he's going to keep his words he's going to do what he says right our problem is of all the other crappy relationships that we've had that haven't done the very thing that we're expecting god to do guess what you can no longer filter your relationship with god through your past relationships like that and if you are you know you can talk to the lord about that be honest 
He desires truth in the most part. If you are limiting God by the previous relationships that you've had, talk to him about it. Lord, forgive me for that. Forgive me, Lord, for limiting you through these, these hurtful patterns that I've been in that are keeping me from seeing who you are, right? Pain keeps you from seeing God. Hurt. So asking God to heal those parts of your heart that still hurt and still need to be healed, right? And then once you're healed, you'll see him for who he really is. Like, wow, you're, you're my healer. You healed me of that pain and you love me, right? You showed your love through the healing and you healed me from those things that you didn't even do to me, Lord. You didn't, you didn't do those things to me, but you healed me from those things so I could see you for who you really are. That's pretty amazing, you guys. But anyway, it says, you can do nothing unless you see, what, you see what the father does. And for whatever he does, the son also does, right? Just like you learned certain things from the people you grew up with, right? And what you saw. So whatever you see in God becomes what you receive. You know what I mean? What you see becomes what you receive. That's why it's so important how you see. Jesus said, be careful how you hear, right? And we could do another podcast on that too. Man, there's a lot of podcasts coming out of this thing. There's a lot of work, Lord. <laughs> so... Children become like who they see, right? So how we see God has a direct influence of who we become. Let me see that one. Let me say that one more time for you. How we see God has a direct influence on who we become. So who are you becoming? Who are you becoming if you are a child of God? What's the fruit of your life? What's your mindset? Ask yourself and ask yourself, Lord, what are you trying to do in me that I may be hindering because of my own injuries? Where do I need to be healed, Lord, so I can see you for who you really are? It's vulnerable to allow God to be who he is to you. God is exalted. Check this out. He is exalted. If God is exalted, what do you think that means for you if you're his child? He's going to exalt you. He's already talked about that. Jesus talked about how the Father was going to honor him. Did you know God is going to honor you? What does it say? You're going to be overtaken. You're, you're going to be high above all the nations of the earth, be the head, not the tail. You guys, this can't be just some really cute Bible scriptures. You have to really believe this, that this is God's heart towards you. He wants to exalt you. Are you comfortable with how God wants to bless you? Ask yourself that. How do you, how how comfortable are you with being blessed by God and being overtaken? That's the natural result. That's the natural pattern, right? It's like when a man and a woman come together and the seed goes into the woman and there's a baby. That's a natural byproduct. Guess what? When you allow yourself to be open to the word of God, because your heart's the soil, right? His seed is in you. And I've, I've done another podcast talking to you guys about this. There's a natural byproduct that's going to happen that you can't stop. You could. Are you really going to abort what God wants to produce inside of you? Wouldn't that be terrible? I mean, we get mad. We we have a heart in this country for women keeping their babies, and as they should. How much more should you keep? Allow God to produce in you what He wants to, His promises, and however that's going to look. How many of you have literally aborted God's promise in your life because you were going to be ashamed? You didn't know how you were going to handle it this great blessing he wants to give to you. And you're like, I don't know if I can do it, Lord. You know, what are people gonna say? 
Man, I went through that with almost every single every single baby I had, man. I let a, I let a lot of people steal a lot of joy from me because they were like, oh my God, you're having another one. You're having another baby. What are you gonna do? I'm like, I'm gonna do what I've always done. I'm gonna raise my own kids, <laughs> right? I don't, I, I've never relied on any of those people, you know? Hey, I, I need you to do this, right? Anyway, so, you know, are, are you allowing God to produce inside of you what is a natural consequence of you accepting Him inside of you? Again, just like a man and a woman coming together. You can't get away from it. It's going, it's just what happens. You put a seed in the ground, you water it. There's going to be fruit. You could, you could abort it. You could pull it up out of the ground. Is that really going to benefit you though? Are you really going to abort the life inside of you that God wants to show on the outside? Right? Think about that today, you guys. So are you overtaken by God? Are you overtaken by his love? Has he, has he spoken a word to you? Are you letting it just be formed within you? Letting it come to pass, manifest itself in the flesh. People are gonna see God's reputation because you allowed him to grow that thing inside of you that he wants to produce, that good thing. God only produces good, all right? So he's gonna produce good inside of you. Are you allowing him to do that? Or are you letting, oh, I don't want so-and-so to think this about me, right? Getting yourself in the way aborting and, and destroying the good that God has for you. His reputation is going to be revealed, right? And if you don't want to, guess what? He'll find somebody that will. He'll be like, all right, you know, you're not ready for that. You're not ready to be blessed. You're not ready to behold. You're not ready for my glory to come upon you. Okay, we'll find somebody else. Someone else, someone else who wants to see my exalted reputation, right? There are people out there. And anybody who has the Holy Spirit in him should desire that because that's his desire, that he would be glorified. You should want that as well. All right, you guys. So this is part two really quick. I'm going to tie this podcast up. So you guys, have you been overtaken by God? Have you been overtaken by his love and his words? Are you holding on to his commands because of his great love for you? You you know, you're still in awe of him. Like when you first met him, your first love. And now that you've been with him, you're allowing him to reproduce inside of you the things that he intends, right? Who he is through his word, what he speaks to you. And that's going to come to pass. It's going to grow within you. And you're going to, you know, you're going to become a new creation. God's going to speak promises into your life that are going to manifest themselves outside of you, literally in your life. You will be able to see it, right? And other people will, but you've got to see it inside of you first, right? You got to learn to let your soul prosper, you know, that you would prosper as your soul prospers. Can you see that promise, right? It's just like when God spoke to everybody else about what he wanted to do or, you know, I'm going to do this in your life or whatever. They held on to that. This is what God said. No matter how long it took, they were patient. You know, just like a mother has to be patient when she's got a baby growing inside of her. She doesn't get to pick the time frame. There's a certain predestined time frame for that child to grow. You know, so we got to just be comfortable with the process that the Lord has us in. You guys, I got to remind myself of this all the time. You know, especially the patient side of it. I'm not a very patient person. I thought I was. 
but you know, there's certain there's certain characteristics that God grows within us as we're waiting for His promises to come to pass. You know, and I, there we I'll probably do another podcast on James chapter one one of these days too, talking about that very thing. So, it's vulnerable to allow God to be who He is to you. God is exalted; He will exalt you. Are you comfortable with how God wants to bless you? Are you being overtaken by God? So that is all I have for you guys today. I hope this made sense. Um, I felt like I was all over the place a little bit, but this is this is what I got, guys, and this is where I'm at in my life. I'm still meditating on this to this day. You know, Lord, I want to be overtaken by you more. That, you know, that's my heart, to be completely overtaken by God, that He would be, His reputation would be shown in my life. And realizing that if I want God's reputation to be shown in my life, there's going to be a level of exaltation that's going to happen that I have to be comfortable with and that you have to be comfortable with. That's just the way it is. There's going to be a distinction between God's children and people that are not His children. And we got to get comfortable with God blessing us and overtaking us and His glory, His reputation resting upon us and whatever He wants to do in and through that, right? Again, just like when a, fa- a mother and father, you know, when a husband and wife come together to have a child, they don't get to control what that baby's going to look like, its personality or anything that's out of their hands. You don't get to control what God's going to produce in you. Just let the goodness grow. That's all you got to do. Be an environment within yourself to say, Lord, how- let it be. Whatever you want to do, prepare me for that. As you say, Lord, right? What did Mary say to that angel when the angel came to her and was like, you're going to have a son or whatever? I think she was, you know, let it be as you said. You know, let it be. Stop trying to control everything. Let it be. You know, let God be to you who he wants to be to you. You don't get to determine how God wants to be to you. That's not fair. Right? If somebody wants to love you and bless you, let them do that. Don't be prideful. You cannot be a prideful Christian. Right? So, anyway, you guys, thank you for listening to this podcast today. Hope you guys have an awesome rest of the week. Uh, next week's going to be Revelation revamp for September. I have no idea, you guys, but I promise I will show up and share with you the very best I can and try to encourage you in your own life. I hope you guys got some value out of this. Continue to share and like and subscribe. Check out the YouTube channel, Daily Encouragement, where I go live on Fridays. Food for Thought Friday, just sharing with you guys whatever the Lord put on my heart that week. So, you know, be sure to jump over there. You guys can follow me on Instagram. Um, daily underscore encouragement underscore Ashley. And then I'm I'm on Gab again, you know, G-A-B. I think it's Gab. It's on a, they don't have an app, but if you go to their website, like on the browser, um, it's, a, it's another social media platform. And so I'm on there. I think it's Ashley Campbell on that one. And so, yeah, I'm, I'm trying to think. Yeah, those, those would be the three platforms I'm on. Gab, Instagram, and YouTube. So, All right, my friends, you guys have an awesome rest of the day. Thanks for listening and I will see you next time.